We see in our gospel here the very simple proclamation, stay awake. And it reminds me of being at a liturgy, a divine liturgy for uh, the Eastern Orthodox. I can't remember exactly what branch, but uh, numerous times throughout the liturgy, the priest would have this like staff or something, and he'd kind of punch it on the ground and he said, be attentive. And then another part, be attentive. It's amazing what one moment can mark in us. All these years later, the places, the ways that this man's voice resounds. And I didn't understand at the time what was happening and how it would impact me. Neither did I understand what he was trying to do. As the years went on and life happens and we grow in ways of holiness, we can understand the gospel reading and the need to uh, ensure that our house doesn't get broken into. We can understand uh, situations in which we need to not uh, be associating with those people or we need to be with those people or, okay, all these things. I imagine, uh, you know, as we were, uh, as I moved down here, some of you remember maybe that half of the windows in this chapel were uh, like locked open. You couldn't shut them. They were like, you couldn't get them shut. No, it's like, we got to get these things working so we can be protected from the winter, right? So, I mean, in spiritual life, you're sort of like doing things to make sure you're protected. You got to like fortify yourself. Then after I found the solution to that, then it was like, okay, the bugs got to get out of the corners in here. Then you start wanting to clean things up. Right? We got to clean up our spiritual life. We got to get things in order. And the problem with cleaning up the floors in here is when you begin with one thing, you see the bugs and spiders, and then eventually you see the cobwebs, and then you follow the cobweb, and then all of a sudden you're looking up and you're like, I can't reach that cobweb. <laughs> it's like, it's never ending. But the spiritual life is never ending. And so we grow in our awareness of fortifying things, of cleaning things, of tending to things. But my friends, that isn't Christianity. The Stoics were interested in tending things. The Greeks were really interested in the virtuous life. Christianity is one simple thing. God's here.
And when we discover that, we realize sometimes all of the work fortification is distracting me from the most important thing. What is the method we need? What is it we should do if we need to be aware that God is here? What do we need to grow in if we want to make sure we live the essence of Christianity as well as the consequences of Christianity? You see, the consequences of Christianity are get the windows closed, clean up. What do we need? Be attentive. Stay awake. Stay awake. Stay awake so that when he comes, you see him. When he points his finger at you, you recognize it's him. When your heart is moved and filled with faith, You're able to thank Him. And then maybe your capabilities and the graces that He gives you will help you live incredible things that contribute to this world. But Christianity is littered with people who couldn't do incredible things in the eyes of God and were filled with many complications and difficulties and struggles. And yet they believed God is here. They had faith that helped them say, you will save me. And we see this in St. Paul, this recognition says, uh, you've been sanctified everywhere with all those everywhere who call upon the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and ours. The grace bestowed, this recognition that there is a help that is present in this world. But I can be so busy about my things that I don't see them. I don't experience a saving effect. And then when I read these things, the only thing I think, or sometimes we can like, yep, when I get to heaven, we got to like make sure that when he shows up for the last breath, folks, he is going to show up for your last breath. (laughs) And we want to be in the right place, the right disposition, the right way. But what's the right way? right way is to be able to say, I know the voice that calls me his beloved son. I know the voice that tells me I am loved. I know the movement of heart that happens when God is here. And the more we're aware of those things, the more we're able to live in such a way that we say there will be a day when the little flutterings that happen will be forever. And that gaze that happens upon me when I know that I have a purpose and a plan in this world, it'll go forever. But for whatever reason in this world, we have those moments and then they seem to go away. But every day, we can rise from sleep and say again, thanks for another day. Lord, help me. Give me a grace to stay awake. To desire you. To need you. To want you. 
And it's that disposition that helps us go throughout the day. And suddenly we have those moments when we say, I think this is you. I hope you've all experienced that in certain ways, in conversations or friendships and in doing different things and coming to the sacraments and starting again. Sometimes celebrating the sacraments can become so routine I lose awareness of the miraculous thing that happens here. And I was blessed to attend a funeral for a man who struggled in many ways in this world, but he was gifted with humility and faith and perseverance. And the difficulties caused him to hold more tightly to his family, more tightly to his friendships, more tightly to his faith. In the middle of that funeral, I don't know what happened, but suddenly it was like a glimpse, an awareness. We're all being ushered into something we can't yet see. We're all being led into a reality beyond what is physically observable right here. But the one who has all grace, the one whose face desires to look upon us, the one who is preparing us and wants us to be attentive, comes in little and ordinary ways, like Paul, whom we buried today, and comes in unseen blessings like the appearances of bread and wine. Might we pray for that grace, that our house might be filled with faith. Might we stay awake this day.